what is happening senders welcome back to the segment podcast this is episode 92 of the segment podcast with special guest kenny bell aka the madden man yes that's right the billion dollar franchise madden man is jumping on the show to talk about grit mindset and nutrition and just basically the mindset of a lion when we look at these guys like kenny bell he is one of the biggest motion capture actors in the game if you've played madden any one of the years in the last 14 years for sure you've seen the movements of the players that is kenny bell and kenny bell's movements project onto the game and that is what you've been playing all these years that is kenny bell so let's dive in but before we get into the show talk to mr kenny let's talk a little bit about the supporters of the segment podcast. Thank you so much to YT Industries for the bikes. Amazing bikes. Please put them into consideration when you're looking for a new bike. Uh, I'm sure you'll be happy with the price, the value, and the build-outs. Also, big, big thank you going out to Tasco, Tasco MTB, one of the first supporters of the show for all the great gear and mountain bike clothing that they provide and provide to me. I really appreciate Tasco and I love their gear. Also, to keep all the bikes clean, those things that we get dirty on a daily basis, Big, big thanks going out to SSB, Sand Sports Brothers, for their spray and wash, their chain loop, and their tire sealant. Simply the best. Thank you, SSB, the familia. Also, big thanks to Dianese for all the protection out there and their gear. Loving their full face helmet. Thank you so much to Dianese and Linnea 01, as well as their knee pads. And last but not least, always thank you so much to Spy Optic, keeping those eyes covered, whether I'm in my sport or in my lifestyle. With tons of styles and tons of lenses, the technology from Spy is amazing. Discount codes for all these companies are going to be found in the description links below. Hello. Without further ado, let's jump into the show with Kenny Bell, the Madden Man. <laughs> there we are. Joey Yates, what's up, my bud? Ah, it's good to be back. Dude, yes, we are here. You got a new backdrop. This is like a thing every show. I, I, I'm moving around. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to find a home. <laughs> studio home not an actual home <laughs> yes well i'm impressed with what you build out there it looks like you got representing transcend mtb in the background well you got spy goop etnies dianese <laughs> grabbing things off the shelf real quick <laughs> that is awesome that is awesome <laughs> oh man there's tasco got the tasco hat was that a yt jersey i think that might be yt hoodie oh yeah oh, the yt, YT mom <laughs> and this is best of all my spy oh. from rob out there sunglass rob at sport rx shout Ooh. out to sport rx keeping our podcast yeah. engineer pushing the right buttons <laughs> <laughs> dude so many good things going on in the mountain bike community uh check in with the chat real quick mr joey yates we got spokesman mtb with the whole shot award tonight first to be on in the audience what's up spokesman good to see you. he says people over at the house tonight i'll catch up with the cast tomorrow happy holidays everyone hey Plays in the background of your holiday party. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Jacob Cruz and the folks there. The veterans are on board. Team EVA, ready, ready. Good oh, to see cool. you guys. See them this weekend, right? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. That would be awesome. We got a uh, fellow SSB rider there. Air Blair says, good morning, boys. Where is he? Where is he? Is he in Australia? 
<laughs> How do we just woke up? I don't know. Right? Yeah. You may have just woken up. And then uh, welcome to the show, Trail Pimp. I see a lot of people popping in. This is awesome. You guys are, are in for a treat today. And I'll tell you why. What's up, MTB Raging? I just see oh, you right there. there. Yeah. He says, uh, still a little wonky over here. Huh? huh. wonder why. Wonder Maybe why. Hanging out with Air Blair and they both just woke up. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> we got people from all over the pond <laughs> on the show tonight. Hey, all, we've got a special guest on the show tonight. And uh, this is awesome. So, you all know the game Madden Football. It's, it's a billion dollar franchise. If anyone has seen played Madden, then for sure you have seen the guest that we're going to have on the show tonight. He is known as the Madden Man, aka Kenny Bell, and his IG is Kenny Bell07. And uh, we get a chance to really just talk to Kenny, get to know him. And what's great about this is that Kenny is an athlete, and he always reminds us that athletes need to be ready. Like we're athletes as mountain bikers. And what's cool about Kenny is is the grit, the mindset, and nutrition. And we're going to be able to dive into any and all of that stuff with uh, Mr. Kenny Bell. And uh, Joey, if you wouldn't mind, let's roll a couple clips of Kenny out there. And I'll roll music here on this side and uh, check it out. This is Kenny Bell on the practice squad field with uh, a lot of the NFL stars. Here we go. That's Drew Brees, Kenny Bell. Pretty good. There he is. Run. Look at him go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Kenny Bell. Look at this guy. He is fast. He is ready. And uh, this is one of the largest motion capture actors out there um, with regards to what they have to do. EA Sports, uh, Madden Football. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring him up onto the show right now. Please welcome special guest, Kenny Bell. <laughs> Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Yo, Kenny, good to see you, man. Likewise, likewise. Man, thank you so much for jumping on the show. Uh, really appreciate it, man. I, I ran into you probably like at least three years ago. We met on the football field. Right. And I was watching you run these routes. Uh, <clears throat> my buddy Drew Brees was getting ready for the season. All the guys were getting ready for the season. I think we were in July. Yeah. Right before yeah. Preseason, doing work. Yeah. I looked at my friend Todd Durkin, who was helping coach that day, or who was coaching that day. I was like, "Coach, who's that guy right there?" And he said, "Oh, that's 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 Kenny." And, yeah, uh, man. I got to hear the backstory later. Matt, the Madden Man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's crazy. You know. Well, first I want to say thank you for having me on your show, guys. I really appreciate it. You know, thank God for allowing this to happen. Um, second, uh, you know, is. It, it, it's it's been a it's been a cool little uh little road you know i'm glad that we had a chance to meet out there and todd is a good guy for allowing us to do that for about eight years actually 
um Carson Palmer used to be out there you know so picture yeah. that and, and his brother you know used to be throwing too you know so it was a lot of guys that was out there you know a lot of guys that didn't have the shyness that most most guys out there had that organized it but it was some really good athletes out there guys that didn't make it you know that should have been on teams but you know every um every you know what a, a saying is you know the best guy doesn't always make it to the field you know so yeah. That's just how it is sometimes. Some of the soldiers are doctors, you know, some of the soldiers are out there down on the battlefield, you know, so yes, it's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah. And watching you out there run routes with legends like obviously Breezy and uh, saw Darren Sproles was out that day. Michael Thomas was out that day. You guys were just clean. I mean, Dude. <laughs> so, I mean, you guys know how it is. I mean, it's, 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 it's similar to the biking industry. You know, you have to. It's like putting the, the right, you know, uh, octane inside your, your vehicle, you know, so your body is the vehicle. And once it gets to any type of situation, it got to it has to motorize the situation, you know. So when it comes to football, your vehicle is your body and you have your legs and your eyes and all these things that you have to keep up when it requires fuel, you know, and it's what you put in your body. And we we get what we put in, we get out, you know, so. It was just it's it's this awesome experience when you're around people that can understand that, you know, no matter what what sport you're in, you know. So it was it's just like, you know, and it's super hot. You know, it's super hot those days. You, you yes. know that. You know, Same you're time. out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you gotta be in peak performance. And then uh after that you go to camp, you know. Yes. So a lot of that was starting like that was go for what a month and a half almost, and then mm-hmm. right from there. Right, go to football camp, then right into the season. So, yep. it, it's it's a testament to to guys' uh, dedication to themselves and to the the sport that they're in, the respective sport. Kenny, the thing that struck me the most was watching you guys. It, it wasn't like we were out there, like kind of just, oh, we're just gonna run this route and you know throw it to me nice and easy. I mean, you guys were like in game mode. You guys were, oh yeah, you guys were going all out. Is is that just the guys that are just sharpening their swords? to do a little extra so that when the season starts or for camp that they're just sharper? Most definitely. It's, uh, it's, it's actually two things, Mike, uh, Mark, sorry. It's like, uh, it's like this. Think about it like this. Most guys, when you say sharpening skills, they're thinking, you know, getting more accounts in their, in their business or, you know, closing more deals or things like that, or, you know, selling more cars or, you know, uh, making more investments. The thing about when it's sports, it's like that is your job. That is your investment, you know. Mm-hmm. So whether you want to do it or not, your boss wants you to crunch those papers at the end of the day, right? right. So you have to do that to get paid. It's not like it's like this is this. It goes from in high school, yes, yeah, a privilege and we're having a good time. But once you get to that point where this is the tax bracket that you're in, this is the business that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't care what guy is out there. He may hate what he's doing, but this is your this is your job. It's not like all sports athletes can just leave that realm and go and, and do what they majored in because that's you guys know, like I know once you've done something for a certain amount of time, you're kind of hardwired into that, you know. So those guys, and a lot of times it's not just extra work to be better. It's because this is my my life. My livelihood depends on this. So I have to do this extra things to be ready to go to the next level. You know, so but it benefits both ways. Of course, I'm sharpening my skills, get it tight, 
you know, but if I start from my skills, not only do I get better, I'm more successful, the team's more successful, you know, the organization's more successful, the the business I'm part of more successful. It's it's the same, it's the same scenario. It's just the fact that it's a physical thing and not a um a uh you know document of our you know blue a white collar thing if you will yeah no i and i could see that too while, while you guys are on the field it was definitely business it's and- important it's very it's very important it's always competitive yeah it's always competitive there's no anybody that tells you that we're just out there having a good clean this up you know, he messed this up. I'm going to clean this up. He did that good. I can do better. You know, so it's it's almost like a um, it's always lions amongst each other, bro. It's never, you know, lions with lambs. It's always lions amongst each other. When you were out there, bro, you was around uh, uh, any any look, let's put it like this. It's so competitive. Anything can set something off. Yes. Anything. You know, like yeah. the, the Draymond Green situation with uh with with uh Poole, it's like that wasn't even a, a a fight, if you will. That was just emotions that's just in practice every single day. Yes. You know, yeah. because I'm trying to sharpen my skills into yeah, get better, but also this is my business. Yeah. You know, so oh yeah. You know, that don't mean to be long winded, but that's that's pretty much the gist of it. Yeah, it was impressive, man. It it definitely was one of those things where like, hey, man, it's a Wednesday. We're at an undisclosed football field out here. And uh, there was guys from multiple different teams, but mm-hmm. they were they were flying down the field. You guys were executing as if you were been on the same team and played together forever. It oh, was beautiful. just it was so clean. And if uh, one person dropped the ball, which is very rare, you heard it on the field. Yeah. You heard yeah. it. It was like, oh man, I couldn't have catch that thing anyways if I was standing still. <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's actually it's crazy. You know, one thing that that you have to respect about the whole situation is that out of out of the eight years that I was a part of that whole thing, um, as far as running routes, catching balls, and you know, being with the guys, how much social media did you see from those events? How like yeah. how much did you see those guys like individually posting things? You didn't see not much of anything it was undercover come on bro yeah that's that says a lot about the professionalism yes you know had nothing to do with look at me you know yeah it's 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 some really really important stuff and and things that are said and jewels that are dropped when you're out there like it's some kids that were out there on on, in the the span that i've been out there that are professional nfl players right now you know that that were kids coming out there with Todd introducing them to the, the players and these kids are like going to the going to high school and becoming all Americans, college and right to the pros. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of do- jewels being dropped out there. There's a lot of old veterans come out there, man. And it'll really blow your mind, bro. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And one of the reasons why I, I was hoping for you to be on the show and thank you for being here is is that well, mentality and in the mentality that we have as mountain bikers too, like or athletes, you know, like when you're out there and you're in a, a squad and a group and that's our iron sharpens iron and you're pushing each other and it's like sometimes you don't even have to say anything. You can just mm-hmm. feel it, you know. Yeah, there yeah. are times where we'll roll out and it's like, we're going to take it easy today. And then one person ends up elevating up 
and then without word the next person's elevating up and then the next thing yeah. you know, like doing things you never thought you'd do like i thought we we're gonna take it easy <laughs> <laughs> that's that competitive nature man mm -hmm. yes exactly mm -hmm. and in the world of split seconds and timing and positioning and angles and balance and everything else your body has to be at such a high performing level talk, can, you talk, can you talk to us a little bit about about just being ready like what what does being ready mean to you in, in your discipline in your sport well being ready first off is uh it's consistency you got to be consistent you know in order being ready you have to you have to practice something over and over again so you don't have to be ready if you will you know you're actually staying ready you know once you get a get the platform or the outline of what it takes for you to get ready to so so some people may they may have to visualize the, the the experience beforehand. You may take them a week. They may they may write down concepts. Some people might write down what they're going to do inside of what they're going to do. It might be a mental checklist physically written out so you can read it beforehand. Some people like to listen to things on on audio, you know, affirmations over and over again, you know, with what they're saying or somebody else. Some people like to just not think about the event the whole the whole time. You know. All those things are mental preparations, but once you mentally get ready, you just have to depend on your physical to fulfill that that mental desire, you know. So to me, if you're putting in the right fuel, like I said before, the right of foods that consist with the event that you're doing and you're staying consistent with that, whether it be eating, training and resting, you stay consistent and consistent, then you can do mentally whatever you want to do. It, it could be. It could be something that, hey, Kenny, tomorrow we're going on, on a 30-mile ride. Guess what? I'm ready for 30 miles yeah. because I've been consistent at it. It's not about uh, the being ready. It's about the staying ready. It's all about consistency. It's I always love, been about consistency. I love you that, know? man. I love That's that. That's what it is. Yeah, that mentality to always stay consistent. Like yes. It's, it's definitely harder to get ready than it is to always be ready. Yeah. So think sure. about it. Think about it. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no. But uh, think about it like this. Um, if, if you, if you, if you're practicing some over and over again, over and over again, like a Michael Jordan type situation, Kobe Bryant, Wayne Gretzky, you know, all these greats, they make these shots. They make these clutch situations look easy because they just keep practicing it over and over and over again. So even at your lowest, you'll still be at some people's best because you stay consistent at what you're doing. So even the slumps, slumps you'll hit, but you'll always come out because just keep doing the things that work consistently over and over again, like a jump shot, like a like a like a swing of a bat. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's the consistency when you find what works for you and brings you success because you can only get better. If you see people think if you stay consistent, it's like conveyor belt going. No, you stay consistent at eating right. The older you get, the stronger you get. It, yes. it's, 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 it's a long game here. And even when you're 18, young man, it's the long game. Young lady, it's the long game. If you're doing mountain biking, it's definitely the long game. You're yes. going up mountains. You're coming down terrain. You're hitting curves. You're falling. You're getting back up. It's the long game, you know. So that's that's how that's how I look at it. You know, when I was 18, I wanted to feel the same way I felt when I was 18 for when I'm 42. 
You know, I wanted to be able to uh, dunk a ball, to run in a track meet, to play in a football event and be at the highest level of competition. And I'm able to do that. You know, so it's it's just been a, it's been a thing of consistency, not of a magic pill. It's just been of consistency and doing the right things that fit for me. It's a formula. You know, you are your own algorithm. You just have to tune in and keep it consistent. You know, so when people log into that, they get the same thing on, on your blog. They get the same thing on your vlog or on your website. It's a consistent thing. Nobody wants to go to the grocery store and I keep changing up the aisles, right? <laughs> right. Where is this thing right? <laughs> You see what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Definitely so. Definitely so. And, and consistency is great because it, 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 breeds, it breeds opportunity. It breeds luck. Like the more you go out there, the less of the other stuff you need. Like you don't go, oh, man, I got lucky. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 a lot of your skill set in and hey if there's a little bit of luck it's because you've earned it <laughs> you yeah exactly given it exactly exactly you know the uh, old saying goes what is it a uh, repetition is the father of genius you know so you you keep doing things over and over and over again bro you don't have to be a, a student or an engineer to go all these classes just keep working on that damn plane yes. keep working with a person who know what they're doing you it's like when you're an apprentice an apprentice is not normally take a bunch of classes. I'm working right next to Mark. So if I stay with Mark for 10 years, I'm going to know exactly how to do it without taking all these classes for three years, for two years, whatever it may be. I can learn that way. You know, so so those are things that I think are just overlooked nowadays. You know? Yes. Oh, man. I love it, Kenny. Hey, we're going to check in with the chat real quick. We got a lot of folks in here watching and listening. Um, Just want to give them some shout outs. Uh, MTB Nick is in. We got uh, EMTB Rangers. That's Rick. Uh, We got Eric Blair in Laguna saying what's up to you as well. Uh, Uh, Thanks, man. Scott out of Arkansas. The Narkansas are here. Hey. (laughs) Yeah. We got a a veterans group called uh, Team EVA Expeditionary. Shout out to all the veterans. Straight up. Straight up. Shout out to all the veterans, man. You guys got a part of my heart. Real talk. Yeah. Those guys, man. Mm -hmm. Those are some warriors in that group. And they like to say, there's rain coming this week to ride. And they say, if it ain't raining, then you're not training. Hey, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, bro. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a whole nother segment right there, man. That's right. EVA is saying pro athletes are like being in the military. You must maintain your superhuman status until you finally leave the sport service or as Kenny would say, and, or when the casket drops. Amen. Amen. Because this is always combat. That's right. Eric Blair saying pro football players are a whole nother level. I had the pleasure to be neighbors with and worked out with every morning, 5 a.m. NFL QB, Jeff Garcia. That's my boy. That's my buddy right there. That's my guy. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Jeff. What's up, Jeff? That's my dude. Yeah. I love it. MTB Mm -hmm. Tank is in, in the house tonight. We also got, man, you got... This guy is from over the pond. This is out of New Zealand. Octodad is on. He says, what's up? MTV hey, shout Nerd. out to New Zealand. Auckland, been there, been there. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. Shout <laughs> out to Auckland, New Zealand. He's saying, cool <laughs> to hear how Kenny's story can can help people in the sport. This is awesome. Miami's in the house with uh, Mountain Bike Q&A. What's up to Johnny Yu in the show tonight? Johnny actually asked a question. Uh, Kenny says, what can you do when you lose your consistency? Say to get it back. So easy to get off track. Sometimes. Oh, this is this is this is a this is kind of a simple one. Nowadays, with with it being all this technology and all this stuff, 
you have to record yourself. You can record yourself doing things. Replay yourself doing stuff, man. Sometimes you may have to change your haircut. Sometimes you may have to, the guy that you see in the mirror, sometimes that, that image may have to just change slightly, just slightly. You have to play mental tricks with yourself. The whole thing, the thing about life is you're going to be spending your whole time trying to figure yourself out. Because in every 10 years, something, some new stuff goes on. You know, if you have a child, the child is in a different situation so that you start learning more about yourself in that situation. The, 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 the different seasons of the life start changing. So you start seeing how are you when you put your winter coat on? You know, that seems your older stage in life. How are you when you got that summer tank top on your summer stages in life? You know, so you just have to keep you have to remind yourself of who you are. And mm -hmm. now, with like I said, with this technology, we can actually go back and see, man, I inspired some people. This is who I am. If I need to be reminded, I can go back into the database now. You know, you don't have to ask anyone. You can do you can be your own motivational speaker. You know, it, it's it's just that easy now. You know, but you have to be a believer in yourself. You 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 have to. It starts with you. Like a uh, old man told me a long time ago, when you die, it's one person in the casket. There's no side carts. There's no little box for your cat for your dog. Right. You know, whether you're getting cremated, there's not a double urn. You know, it's not like y'all die. You go with me. You go with your with your secrets, with your desires, with your your passions. Everything that you have that you did not let out, you go with that. So you have to remember every day is another day to express. Every year is another year. Every month is another month to express the different talents that you have because we have enough to last us a lifetime. Nice. We have enough to last us a lifetime. Don't get caught up in a situation where we have to go to work because most people that are working are not doing what they're, what they're spiritually and mentally gifted at. If we didn't have to do these things where it has to go to work and clock this and clock that, and we just did what we naturally are good at, because you have more than one thing. Everybody has three things. It's mind, body, and soul. So there's at least three things that you're excellent at. I mean, excellent. All right? There has to be that. So yeah. if, we, if we just take the time to tap into those things, then yeah, you can mentally free, you can free yourself. You can still be at work, but this is something that you have to do. You can use that work to build you a platform, to build you a platform because all the jobs in the beginning, any type of work was always made for you to have your land when you were done. So you weren't made to work there to death. You were made to work there to build, to have employees, to build more and to make the whole infrastructure of our earth better. Right. You know, if we had that, we would probably be on a barter system, bro. Like, yeah. It's it like, well, you know, Mark, in, in, in order for me to do this, I'll let me fix the rims on your car and you can do this that, and a third. Yeah. I mean, things, it, would, it, would, it would just be we get to really do what we love to do, you know, yeah. so that's my answer to that. That's good. I feel like it's hard too. Um, uh, Johnny, you says wise words. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank and you. then he said, wait a minute, slow down. I'm writing this down. <laughs> 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 check, out the, check out the mountain bike q a show if you guys get a chance awesome stuff trail monster saying reps upon reps muscle amen. memory equals second nature amen second amen. nature i feel like that is that whisper that we hear when we're at work when we're in the car when we're commuting and we're doing things that we probably know we shouldn't do mm -hmm. whether it's missing a workout or, or not following what we're designed to be here for it's like we all know 
because you hear it and you hear it when it's quiet but it right. it, it takes that kind of bravery to jump out and and start to take little steps towards that thing that you were designed to do and mm. uh, i think mm. that's what you were preaching at right there that's yeah it's uh it, it can well, be hard yeah well we did i mean it's, it's funny you said that little man that little the little person inside what we did man we just we let that person go to vegas and we never called him back you know we let, <laughs> we let him go on vacation and while he was on vacation we let another person come in and dictate that man's job you yes. know like people need other people to tell them what to do and how to how to operate you know if you think about it the, the psychiatric department the clinical the psych the clinical the psychiatric department the clinical department is making way too much money man yeah. Because people need to be told what to do. And yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's that's a tough that's a tough thing because I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell you how to live. The first thing a person to tell you is, hey, you can listen to my advice, but I'm not telling you to take it because I'm not you. I'm looking at it from my perspective. You know, so that's that's the thing what that we we kind of lost a grip on is the inner, the inner you, the inner you is gone, and now you're looking for a, a outer connection. It's like what they call it, outsourcing. Instead of just working on the local, the local you, you're outsourcing. Why are you outsourcing? Yeah, you shouldn't be outsourcing. We have, like, we have the the basketball situation, and and it's not just basketball. It's all in sports because pressure is pressure. You have the what is it the uh, when you have the mental situation with your mind and they're having this, uh, what is it, uh, mental illness. Yes. It's mental illness. It's because we're not, we're not telling people, like, there's no illness. You just have to start listening to yourself. Everyone listen to everybody else. Now you're confused. And, of course, you're going to be you're going to be all in destitute. Just think about it. If you just listen to everybody else, where would you be right now? Right. And that's what happens to these guys, man. And, and you figure why it happens to people on the higher levels. It's because we just need the motivational skills to teach the next guy, man. Like I was fortunate enough to have old school coaches, you know, to I was born in 1980. So, you know, 80s kids. So you had the commercials was constantly telling you to stay off drugs. You had to don't drink and drive, buckle a seatbelt, Officer McGruff, the oh, uh, yeah. what's the. The, the the forest fire dude, what's his yeah, name? Uh, Smokey the bear. Smokey the bear. Only we had all dude. Fires. Come on, bro. <laughs> we had the after school specials. We had everything to equip us to be model citizens. That's not there anymore. So, as a child and your parents say you come from a broken home, you're looking for something. You need you need guidance. Say say you're a girl, a, a, a young lady, and your dad's not home. You're going to need that love some, somewhere. And same thing with a band. If your mom's not home, if your father's not home. You know, so those things are very, very fundamentally important. You know, so what happens is when you don't have those things or you have those parents and you have these, <clears throat> these excellent athletes and they just usher them up there, there's a void. And you was with your kids when I saw you the other day. Yeah. And your son, your son is stoic. He's relaxed. He's chill. He's confident. You can see it. it, it he, he's exuding that stuff yeah. because that's because somebody is plugging into that algorithm and downloading that information on that hard drive, you know, and that's yeah. what that's what we're missing now. 
you know, it, and it's kind of crazy, but we can bring it back by just having these podcasts like you have right now, you know, and having platforms like this. You know, it, it's awesome. I think mountain biking, too, when you're, you're in the mountains, it's quiet. Yes. You have to stay focused. You have to be with the group you're with. Anything can happen out there, bro. Yeah. So you guys can be biking somewhere. We can be biking somewhere far out and somebody gets injured, man. How do you, that's panic. Yep. How do you handle those things? That's right. You know, so, so all that starts from, believe it or not, from the home, from the home. I don't care who, I don't care how you grew up is, is, was there someone there to wrangle in that mind? Cause we're, we're, we're people of learned behavior We're we have instincts, but our instincts are natural to protect us, but we are creatures of learned behavior, yes. you know? You know, so those are things that I think need to be addressed, if you will. That's great stuff, Kenny. And I feel like when there's that void, people find themselves looking for that external validation versus internal validation. Yeah. And they get stuck in that loop. And there's this crazy saying that is, I'm not who you think I am. I am who you think that I think you think I am. Instead yeah. of knowing who you are, I want to be what you think I am. And you get lost. Exactly. Like that Eminem song. Yes. You say, I am whatever you say I am. But if I'm not. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, look, look, how, look, please stand up. <laughs> you see? You see how confused he was? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. It, it's crazy how how much the mind plays on, on a lot of things. And we're touching on it here when it comes to sports. And, and a lot, I feel like a lot of people have the opportunity to perform at an elite level. And a lot of people may fall off before they reach their potential, not necessarily because their body can't handle it, but I think a lot of it comes from the mind as well. Yeah, yes, yes, dude. Oh my God. Like um when I was in I had a I had a my story, it's a, 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 it's not what it's, the segment's about, but just to touch on it real quick. Yes, I had some please. I had some rough stuff uh coming through. I had a uh, when I went to Hofstra University, I had a coach that didn't like me. And I and I could I could clearly see that didn't like how I was coming from California, you know, I, I ostracized me, felt like I was being pointed out, you know. Once and then I didn't I didn't come from programs that were like that, you know. I, I was I was uh, admired, if you will, or you know, invited to be a part of the programs that I played on. Except for that for that one, I felt very and I got injured, you know, like things didn't work out the way it was supposed to as far as injury and. I had to have a hernia surgery. I broke my hand. So it was like it was a calamity, like one thing after another, where this is when you needed these men that are around you to step up and be men, yes. you know, and I didn't get that. You know, I, I felt more like, you know, they was it was more like they were on the front running of the situation. You know, yeah. like I had no no assistance and. I haven't I haven't really spoke about that situation since probably today. It's probably the first time I've spoken about that situation. Oh, you know, there was no no backing. I had a, a NCAA situation that that wasn't in my power and I had no no help there. I probably still have a a, a year left at 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 um at that school. But Jeez. they didn't they never fought for me to get on the field that time in my senior year because it was like one of those things where they, it was somebody doesn't like you, bro. You can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? Like some people just don't like who you are. 
no matter how hard you work, no matter how many people you beat out, no matter how strong you are, how fast you are, sometimes you just get caught up in that situation. And I was, I was unfortunately, I was one of those guys, but I made it through. You know, I made it through, and I knew, I, I knew what was going on, and I knew how much control that I had in the situation. So I just had to let it all play out. And I knew my road to the NFL because at the time I was a young guy, mm-hmm. and you know, you're, you're blinded by your ambitions. And so I was pushing to make it. And so I wasn't caring about none of that. I was like, you know, I'm going through this adversity, this and the third, but I can make it. I'm going to be something in this. I'm going to be something in this. And and, and I, I wasn't fueled by what happened. I was more fueled by the fact that I have this burning desire to be all that I can be, no matter what it is. I almost, almost uh, – Joined the Marines, man. You know, out of high school, they gave me a, a scholarship and everything. You know, but I have fun. I have more fun playing football. No disrespect to the Marines, but I was I'm 18. You know, I was sports watching football a day, and so I took that road. You know, so I was prepared for anything that happened. So when I had that adversity, uh, I'm telling you, Mark, I know right then and there. This is this is the adversity part. Mm. Yeah. yeah, this is that part of my life where this is the twist and turn, yeah. where where I thought was going to be is not kind of being right now. So I don't know how this is going to turn out, but I can't leave. I got to, I got to stay in the fight. And I did it, man. It was a lot of guys on my team that, that was like, man, I would have been left, you know, and I, and I did, I did try to leave, but you know, the timing wasn't good. When I was calling other schools, it was just like, they was already filled up. Kenny, we love what you do, blah, blah, blah. It was just, the t- it was one of those things where it's like, okay, just take it on the chin, bro. Stay in the fight. Get up off the canvas and go swing. Keep swinging, bro. This is a this is a lifetime bout. Yeah. So keep swinging, bro. So I got up and I I kept going. And I, I showed up the pro day, put up some of the best numbers. You know, I did uh, a lot of a lot of good things that day. Let's say that I'm not gonna harp on numbers and everything, but I did a lot of great things that day, and and I got my chances. You know, and what what held me back was the situations with the coach and. You know, those things, but it is what it is. I'm here today talking to you, helping and hoping to bless somebody else. And I end up doing Madden for 14 years and TV shows, commercials and all types of stuff. So I love it. Yeah, yeah. I don't have, you know. For the folks that want to look at the combine numbers, you can look up Kenny Bell. Uh, impressive stuff. Speed. Oh, yeah. Speed. And oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think you, you dropped a single ball that day. Oh, uh, no. At all. No, no. That's clean. Dude, I went to uh, I went to Cerritos College, right? Uh, shout out to Cerritos College Falcons, Falcons for life. Um, and Coach Mazzota, he was not playing about dropping balls at all. Him, Coach Dean, uh, Coach Parks, Coach Wicks, those are my receiver coaches. Coach Dean was our offensive coordinator, quarterback coach. They didn't play when it came to dropping balls. We couldn't even wear gloves when I was at Cerritos College. Oh. So it'd be some cold nights. You know, we're in California, so some nights it's cold. Your hands are freezing. Right. But he didn't believe in that. He was like, you know, you have to learn how to feel and touch the ball. And what happens is you we have to grade ourselves and all that. It was a very, very – it's a great program. We got championships, and, you know, it taught me a lot. And I learned I learned a lot from Coach, Coach Mazzotta. Over there at Cerritos College, he he was like a, a a surrogate father to me. He was a really, really, he's a really good man. And so when I left from there, I went to Hofstra. The the um, the energy that I had come from Cerritos and all the prestige and all the um, how I looked at football and how I looked at coaches, 
you know, it prepared me so well. When I got there, they wasn't, they didn't, they, they wasn't ready for me. My route running was, was uh, proficient. The way I spoke to coaches was direct. Coach Mazzotta always taught you to speak up, not speak your mind or you know, be disrespectful, but if you have something to say, there's appropriate time to say it. So when I was being disrespected by the coach, I mean, disrespected, you know, MF and I mean, for no reason. And I, and I could tell it was I'm a different guy. I come from California, the second guy or third guy from California on the team, basically ever. So I kind of wow. felt it was like that, you know, that shell shock. So I told the coach right then and there well, after practice, I said, man, don't don't. Can you I said, don't talk to me like that. This is this is after practice in the in the in his office. I walked in there. <clears throat> and I said, hey, coach, you know, can we have a conversation? I don't appreciate how you spoke to me like that. You know, you 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 MFing me in front of people, you calling me names, you talking to me all crazy. I just got here. You know, <laughs> right. you guys, I, I said, you don't want me here. It's still time for me to leave and I can go to another college. I go to a, a NAIA. I don't I don't have to. I just want to play, you know, right. and. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, no, it's okay. Uh-huh. I understand. I understand. But when he was saying that, I could just tell right in his face that he was like, no, nah, you're going down. Oh, I'm not dealing with Politics, that. Politics, my Yo, God. Yo, man. man. You know, so I wasn't I wasn't yelling on the team. I wasn't saying, well, coach, don't like – I didn't say any of that. I let all the other – I let the players see it play out. And to this day, some of my, my really good friends on the team does not know some of the conversations and some things that I've had, conversations I had with the coaches. Because when I was when I was healthy and everything, I said, I want you guys to use me. I can throw the ball. I can run the ball. I can play tailback. I can play defensive back. I can play wide receiver. So I asked him since my last year. And, you know, we have like a, a, a spread offense. Can I do more things? You know, can I come out the backfield? Can I catch the ball on the spread and stuff like that? It's like, yes, 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 yes. Right after that conversation, about two weeks later, he went to another school. Oh, geez, Louise. Of course you would say yeah. yes. Knowing that he's going to be leaving. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, without playing the violin too long, um, I still just went through it, went through the fight. I knew it was going to be a long road, but I told every scout and all that to happen. I still got, I still got scouted and stuff like that. I just didn't have enough film to back it up because I got injured. And then I had this situation with the NCAA that was another doozy because they have nobody to answer to. And so when they don't want to be speeding on your information or, you know, want to drag their feet, you there's no one that you can call over their heads. And if compliance, if compliance is is in good with the coaching staff and they, you know, you know, the whole inner workings. And I knew I was already up against that. I was waiting on a phone call. Put it like this. I would get dressed. They, this is what they told me. I, I'm thinking I'm ineligible to play. So. When I looked at NCAA rules, you couldn't be 100 yards within the practice facility oh. if you're ineligible because academics or whatever, right? Because I had a 3.8 when I got there, you know, same when I, I maintained all that. So the cold thing is I was still at practice. I'm practicing with the first team. I'm going to uh, – I'm suiting up for the games, and I'm watching the games from inside our, our locker room because you can see the locker room through the glass, through the, uh, the uh, you can see the field through the locker room, uh, sorry. And I'm watching the game fully padded. They're telling me, are we waiting on a call from the NCAA to select you on the field? Oh, so man. I'm like, so I just, somebody's got to call and say yay or nay? Wow. So I had to deal with that almost the whole season, about eight weeks. And so I asked if I can be on the scout team. Because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not benefiting the team at all. Like, 
<laughs> right, sitting in the why am room. I, why am I practicing every day on first team when my my backup could be doing this and we yes. could be being more effective on the field instead of me having practice and I'm getting hyped up, thinking I'm gonna call for the NCAA and then Friday comes or Saturday comes and I'm suited up, ready to go, adrenaline's pumping, all that, and I'm not on the field. Oh man. Yeah, so you know, I dealt with it and it made me a better man. I don't take any of it back. You know, had it been different, of course, I would have made, I would have did a lot of good things. You know, there's no way around it. You know, I was ready to quit. That, that was good to go. I was being consistent. I was good, you know, so I don't regret that part. Just that somebody got to be behind to tell the story. And I have to be the one to be behind to tell the story to these people that's coming up. Man. You know, there's there's no doors I, that I, I don't think I'm, I'm afraid to walk through. There's nobody I'm, I'm, I'm scared to talk to. No audience. Nobody, I don't care who you are. I don't care how high you are on the ladder, who you are in life. I'm not afraid to have a conversation with you. You know, we're, we're, we're all going to go through through something. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting hearing you tell that story because the adversity I could tell is filling this cup up and it's forcing you to play all these different positions and be ready and be consistent mm -hmm. for anything that comes up. Yep. And what, what that ended up looking like was was here mm -hmm. one of the biggest motion capture actors out there how did all of this turn into to from the nfl to from the nfl goals and passions and readiness to to madden oh um that's that's interesting um who i want to say well i was out the guy who got me in madden he was uh one of my coaches at gar high school and um, he had a connection with, um, I want to say, uh, what industry? It was Paramount Pictures. Okay. And yeah. the, the first big. thing, yeah, I was, I was huge. And I, I didn't, I knew how big it was, but I know, I don't know that the gaming industry was about to do what it was getting ready to do. So this is like 2003, I want to say, and I was kind of going in and out of stuff. And I just... I was in Atlanta and I was leaving my mom and I was helping her out with my sisters and, you know, I was coaching. I was trying to get a teaching job. I'm still training every day, like training, training, you know, like hardcore training. Like I, you would have thought I was training for uh, the Olympics weight room, uh, running 150s, 200s, 400s. You know, I was I was getting it because I was so I was at that at that time. I was so frustrated. Because I had all this athleticism that I didn't get a chance to express, you know. So typically yeah. I was still, still gnawing at the bit, you know. So when that opportunity, when I ended up coming back to California, um, I started getting into, I started getting back into like, uh, I started getting into acting and stuff like that, you know, just to kind of, you know, where I can use my athleticism. And my, my ex-coach, he said, yo. Um, are you in shape? I said, yeah. He said, well, Peyton Manning has made it is making a, a football game. It's called NFL fever and we need a tackling dummy. <laughs> and so, <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I get, I get the, uh, I get there and, um, we put on pads and I was like, oh, I'm all for it. I'll jump. The thing is, Mark, I, I I mean, even to this day, but I mean, back then, of course, gung-ho all the way to the flow. Like, I get into studio, and 
one of the guys I'm working working with is uh end up being um uh a guy I worked with my whole life end up being a well my whole uh, entertainment life Maisie Royster, you know a uh, running back from USC a uh, perennial running back at uh, uh USC great guy and another guy uh Champagne I can't remember Champagne's uh first name but um we get it there in the studio and we start banging it up I mean like. Like we're doing football stuff and we're they have the concrete and it's like a literally a three inch crash mat. And oh, we got on helmets, shoulder pads, and the studio is probably about as big as your walk in closet. Dang. <laughs> and you guys are going full speed? Full speed. Oh man. Hey, we're gonna you're gonna flip, you're gonna do a helicopter this one. You're gonna jump to the side and do this. So <laughs> <laughs> doing all that NFL fever stuff for those two games got paid like uh I think like five or eight hundred dollars, something like that, oh bro. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Come on, Peyton Manning. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was a, it was serious stuff, and so that led to um, that led to doing stuff for Midway. The whole uh, the game, what is what game did they have at the time? Blitz, oh, the lead. Yeah. You know, yeah. I did all that stuff with a with a, a buddy of mine, Kevin Cassidy. He was a real good talent. Chris Robbins. You know, I work with some really good stuff. Some of the, the guys that you're watching in these movies like um shoot, Black Panther, all these Marvels. I work with most of those those stunt directors and and in the direct and uh coordinators of those movies, all these sports and football shows. I work with mostly all all those guys and they're great guys to work with. Um their predecessors are very successful. You know, it's 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 been it's a wonderful situation man to to actually to do that so when i was climbing the ladder i went from blitz which was nowhere in 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 uh in compliance well not compliance but nowhere in existence because they were with midway midway oh, sports yeah. out of chicago yeah in midway they're the first there's first pinball machine was made by midway um they're no longer in uh in operation anymore but we used to go to Chicago, and from there it was uh, jammed at video games, uh, all the cell phone video games. When the cell phone video game craze was out, I was in that sports realm doing that. Dang. A bunch of stuff for Iranian sports for their their uh, when they were introducing Olympic sports for them. We had to do a bunch of uh, uh, what is it called motion capture things for their for their advertisements. So it just it's it's been a ride. And then next thing you know, my coach gets a call from um from uh madden and i go up there and at this time it was like 2004 and i just like i played madden and i was just having a tournament at my buddy's house and you know all that <laughs> stuff so he said Madden, i'm like hey, let's go up there so i go to madden and we get there and they put me through like a straight up combine oh damn. and yeah and my numbers was crazy bro crazy crazy 40 the shuttle uh, jump for balls. Um, I mean everything. And then with the, the at that time, the the caption space was a lot smaller, so you had to do a lot of stuff in a very small uh, compartmented area, you know. So like it was like thirty. I say about twenty thirty yards wide, thirty yards uh, uh, length, and we would just hit. I mean like some of the craziest stuff. Dang. That would be on that game. Those are all real. Everything is real high impact. It didn't start getting low impact until I would say like now because we got we when I started with sixty eight cameras, then it went to a went to one hundred fifteen, and then it went to one hundred sixty five. You know, so it was a bunch. It was different complexions of 
of working the game. So when I started, they had the clock. You have a clock. You have all the dials around the clock, right? Each number. We used to have to do every every hit or every elusive move or every breakaway because there's a win and a loss. You know, so you, a loss is a Jeez. is a lo- is a is a tackle. You know, it might be a flip, might be a helicopter, might be all types of stuff. <clears throat> and a win could be I spin, I shake, I check another guy and get out of there. You know, so each take make it could take at least three to four takes at each number. Oh my god! So just, just picture that. Holy yeah, cow. and you are you are suited with the outfit I told you with the 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 pads, the Velcro suit, the helmet. You're yeah. sweating, you're sweating, you know, you're sweating the life out your body, you know. So you have to be ready. You cannot come from back then. You couldn't come up there to Burnaby, Canada. Then you're going to do a Madden shoot and survive. You will die. We've had <laughs> we have cra- we had crazy injuries, crazy hydration, all types of stuff, man. I thank I thank God that I'm able to. Um, you know, I really give thanks to the most high. I'm able to be, to make it through all that, man. Cause I've taken some horrendous, horrendous hits, you know? And oh, like, I think I'm the only guy that did a 720 corkscrew with pads on in a 90 degree angle on the game. That's like one of the special, uh, celebrations you can do, you know? So it's, it's definitely, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a very rigorous situation. And so I would do, so like I told you the sundial, so I'm gung-ho. Like, I'm down to do whatever. I did all the Randy Moss stuff, Michael Vick, all that good stuff, all the quick guys. So I would be on that mat for four hours. And, it, and I, I don't have to come off. Because once I go into a zone, I'm in a zone, bro. Dang. I'm not, coming, I'm not coming back, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it, bro. I see you, <laughs> you out call there, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, so – it wasn't about the NFL. It never been about the NFL and playing the pros. Because if it was about that, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. I'd be, you know, sitting down somewhere, you know, living in a lap of luxury. It was about the grind. It's about the longevity. It's about being able to do it now. It's about I'm not and I'm not hung up on my ego to where it's like I want to be, you know, the best, you know, 40-year-old. No, man. I just want to be the best me. And if I'm if I'm able to do this. It's a blessing. If you don't use it, it's a curse. You're gonna be cursed. You have if you're able to do it, you have to do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Oh, excuse yeah. my language. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Good. Yeah, you can you can curse on the show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I won't do too much. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, we'll check in with the chat real quick. We got some folks that are chiming in. Uh, Trail Pimp out of uh, Lake Tahoe saying, "How can I become fearless in the bike park at age 50, riding with his 14 year old son?" Because you've been there already, bro. You've been there. Your 14 year old don't even know how to feel to be 15. He just now he ain't gonna he ain't gonna be fourteen for a year, so he's gonna be out of there before you know it. You yeah. you've been there already, Brody. You've been there. there you you've go. been there. Don't let yeah. don't let these foods you eat and stuff clog your brain up and have the sugars in there and give you fog brain and forget what you used to do when you were a kid, man. Yeah. Those aspirations you had as a young man that you couldn't do because you was probably too weak, whatever. You're strong enough now. You're a grown man now. Yeah. And hey, if your kid, if your son is is better than you on the bike right now, guess what? Now that's your chance to digress and humble yourself and learn from your 14-year-old because he's never been 50. That's that may true. open up a whole other conversation for you guys. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, and Trail Pimp, like Kenny was saying too, be be your best self. That's right? it. You don't have to be like the 14-year-old, but you can come down that thing fearless at 50 
Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Which is beautiful. Octo Dad in New Zealand saying people need purpose and a reason to be awesome. We need to teach our kids this model and how to live. Totally yes. agree. Totally yes. agree. We got Charlie on here. I don't know if you know MTB, uh, if you know Charlie Hicks, but he says, what's up, Kenny? What's up, Kenny? What up? What up, Hicks? What's happening, baby? <laughs> um, they're saying hit that like button. Yeah, hit that like button, everybody. Yeah, smash that like button. It's Come on good. now. It's good stuff. Tumor Warrior 67. Man, I got to introduce you to this kid. His name is Zach. He was saved by, of all things, a mountain bike crash, which revealed a tumor oh, wow. he didn't realize he had that would have eventually taken his life. Wow. He's That's the story. Yeah, he's gone through multiple, multiple surgeries, and he's here with us today. Guess what? He's Man. a football player and a mountain biker. He's a um, warrior. He's a warrior. Tumor Warrior That's 67. Right. I have to introduce you guys. He's good Please. stuff. Trail Pimp St. California Love. SSB is in the house. John B. What's up, John B? Just had knee <laughs> surgery. This guy, he says, sup, family? Just dropped in. Oh, dang. KB Madden Man in the house. Let's get to work. Let's get it. Let's Those get excuses, it. AKA Mr. Broken Record. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Tumor was saying, hey, Kenny, what is your favorite Madden game? Like what year? And what is your favorite celebration? Okay. I tell you right now, my favorite Madden year was 2014. Oh, that, dang. That was the, 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 I was, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. My favorite Madden, well, EA series football, it's not Madden, it's actually college 2014. Oh, dang. That, that one, that one with the high school, going from high school to college, the soundtrack, the whole, the whole situation to me was the, the coldest. The coldest thing EA did, the, the football <laughs> department did, because nice. it really is Madden just in the college form. But 2000 to 2000, that one in 2000, uh, 2015, uh, one with, with Barry's, no, the 25th edition, I think that's 2015 with Barry Sanders on it. Nice. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. There you, there you go, Zach. Drew, like Drew had a good one too. Yes. His edition was good. A couple of them was, you know, not so, but. Drew's was really good. I got that one in my car, actually. That one was really good. Yeah. 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 Everything Breezy does through a lot of hard work, grit, and everything else. Oh, bro. He's so solid. Oh, man. Man. Like I said, that's that's another segment in itself. The dude is a class act. Yes. You know, the guys he worked with, Tom House alone is, is, man, I mean, so many diamonds, so many jewels, bro. If you get on that conversation, wouldn't that would be two hours? So <laughs> I know. Yeah, he he is he is a gem for sure. I love that guy. Octo Dad in New Zealand is asking you, Kenny, what is your favorite Super Bowl final? Oh, bro, Doug Williams, Washington Redskins when it was the Redskins. Yes, yes. that 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 performance would never be repeated again, bro. Ever next to Jerry Rice going the first touchdown in the uh, Super Bowl against the Chargers, but that that uh, that Washington Redskins victory that was a special, special, special one, and that that season was was very, very special. You know, if, if you if you if you can see this, go watch the highlights of that season again. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. it. I love it, Kenny. For for uh, us, I can't believe we're already up on an hour. Right, close to it. It's crazy, but I do want to get into a question that can kind of overlap into some grit and nutrition. Um, so let's talk about the athlete, the athlete yes. that's on the bike, the athlete that's on the field. What would you say, with all your years of experience in, in seeing 
young bucks coming up and seeing people in flow state and performing at the highest level, what would you say is some of the secrets to, to the athlete to perform at their highest level? What, what, what would it be? Nutrition and grit. Definitely. Um, When I was saying fuel earlier, I meant like, of course, what's inside the octane. So for me personally, I use herbs. I I, I use herbs like, um, what is it? Um, Burdock root, um, dandelion root, um, uh, what is uh, sarsaparilla, a lot of the uh, red bark. Um, Shoot, let me see. Um, dandelion, not dandelion root, but yellow dock, um, sea moss. You know, I don't, I don't do a lot of, um, I don't have a regimen where it's like I eat three times a day and I have to have this many calories. I really, really listen to my body, you know, cause as you get older, your body's going to shed things, you know, it's not going to need certain things, you know, as you get older, your bones are not as strong as, as they were when you were younger. So you have to shed certain things so you can be, you can still be strong. You know, so one thing is going to be the nutrition. It's going to be more water. It's going to be less uh, red, anything red that's going to have more stress on the body. That's going to slow you down from oxidative things, you know, um, less sugar, um, things that are really going to take you away from your performance. You have to cut those things out. And like I said, with technology nowadays, you can look this up and really go into detail of of your workout regimen and what you put in your body. When you're taking those herbs and supplements there, are they things that you're getting at the store or do you put them in a, uh, in a smoothie? How, how do you okay. consume them? That's a great question. Um, I never, I used to rely on, on the, on the vitamins over the counter, you know, until I realized, you know, you're not digesting a lot and I don't know where they came from and I don't know what process they did. And, you know, so on and so forth. So I just took it upon myself and, and got all the herbs that I needed and I ordered them raw. And so for what works for me and works for you too, is I crush them up into powder form and I make my own vitamin capsules. And so I mix, I mix a multivitamin or one might just have one strict thing, but uh, for the most part, there's like beetroot powder, turmeric, ginger, fenugreek, you know, amongst the other powders I told you, all, you know, mixed in one vitamin, you know, and I take those three times, uh, three times a day, you know, morning, noon, and night, and I can trust and rely on that, and I can see the results right in my house, you know, I, I don't have to rely on anything else, I can save my money, and it actually, when you buy things in raw form, you know, they're cheap, but if I was to put this on the market, and make if you 28 of those 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 vitamins that would be about 30 35 of your dollars you know that i'm i'm doing this in my house basically for free people don't buy herbs anymore they rely on on salt you know salt and pepper you know they're not relying on herbs you know did you just make the madden man vitamin daily vitamin Yes, I did, my friend. That yes, I did. That could be a a million dollar idea there. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. that that is cool. Definitely. Um, Of course, we got uh, my buddy Johnny out there in in Miami. He's saying Doritos and PBR. (laughs) 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 His wife Lauren is saying 
vitamin Merlot, Swiss cheese extract, <laughs> and Dorito root is my routine. <laughs> you gotta love that, oh, man. man, that is hilarious. I that is hilarious. It. They're the best. He says, kidding aside, uh, Johnny Yu from Mountain Bike Q&A saying, kidding aside, what do you think about ginger for inflammation? I think it's really good. You know, I think what uh, I think for the most part, Everybody can take ginger, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's really good for inflammation, but you, I wouldn't say consult a doctor. You know, if things that you have, if you can, if you eat ginger and then you have flare-ups, of course, don't take it. But yes, it's great for inflammation. Ginger and turmeric mixed together with is like, you know, it doubles down on that. You know, a lot of these things, a lot of a lot of stuff that we take, they say this thing sounds it works the same way. But if you take this one in the morning, it's going to do something different for you when you take this one in the night. You know, or this one before rest and this one when you're going to be active, you know. So it's like you have your day quill, you have your night quill, but they're both quill, right? Yeah. You know, so it's the same thing with the herbs and stuff like that. You can't go wrong, but they have, they'll do different things for you at different times of the day. Gotcha. You know, your body is made of, of the ground. So wouldn't it be natural to replace it with the things of the ground? Most of, most of the herbs you get are root. You know, they're coming from the root. You're not getting the plant. You know, but with a dandelion, you eat the whole thing, like the little yellow dandelions you see outside. Uh -huh. You can eat the whole thing from from the, the, the flower, the whole leaf to the root, everything, everything, hey. Hey. you know. So that's one of those things that they don't tell you. You know, we got all these homeless people out here running these streets. They can be eating very healthy out here. There's we're in California, man. There's orange, there's orange trees. There's there's cactus fruits on all these cactuses that you pass by on the freeway. There's lemons. There's lemongrass. There's so many yeah. things out just you can eat that they don't teach us. Avocado. And we could have oh, they're yeah. all on the street, bro. So if yeah. you was homeless and you if you you knew what to look for, you I mean you would you would be a very healthy homeless person. Let's say that. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. If the apocalypse happens, I'm going to be going to ask Kenny for some tips on things. Plus, by the way, he's fast and he could probably beat a lot of people up. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you, Mark. You got you got the bikes. Let's do yeah, it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Gerald Pip is saying, is monster energy an herb? It makes me feel like Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, Johnny said, oh, also, what about eating aloe? What do you think about uh, aloe? It'll be good for your digestive system. Okay. It'll be good. Yeah, it'll definitely help if you have any, uh, if you need to coat, coat your stomach. Definitely good for coating the, coating the belly. It's better than taking, uh, drinking Pepto-Bismol or anything like that. Got yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And then just in closing, Kenny, obviously, um, with the sport, I've seen you guys like before practice starts and it's all about, Hey, what's going on? Good to see you. And then as soon as someone starts hiking the ball and snapping the ball, it like turns you guys turn into lions upon lions. And I think one of the things in our sport of mountain biking is when we are not in the zone, when we're not paying attention, that's when we get hurt. Right. Things like catch us. But for you at that athletic peak level, what is there a trick that you do or how do you snap into the flow state and get into the zone quickly? Is it, what is that? Is there something there that help you get there? I mean, excuse my French, but it's like, fuck it. You know, it's for me personally, I'm like, this is personal. I don't give a fuck about nobody out here, but this ball. 
most of the times I came out there, which is when I was wasn't on that video, I had air I had I had earplugs in my ears. I had earplugs in my ears. I'm out there with earplugs all the time. I don't want to hear shit. Yeah. Because now I'm so focused on the ball. I can't hear a hike. I can't hear nothing. I can't hear a joke behind me. So when the game comes, when the moment finally hits, I don't have earplugs in the game. I got to hear the calls and the signals. But my focus is so much sharper. I can tune everything out. It's hard to play when it's quiet. Just like it's hard to play in an intimate setting where it's playing a big old crowd. Yeah, you have to be ready for those things. What if you're going on a Malcolm bike trail on your, on your own? On you trying to get a, you trying to break a record, or you trying to just, you know, get your PR, and you're by yourself. You have to tune the out. Yeah, you have to. You have ramps. You have curves. I seen. I seen your. I seen your page, bro. <laughs> that shit ain't easy. And I and, and on top of that, I want to give a shout out to all the Malcolm the mountain bikers out there, man. I understand. And if you know, if nobody understands shit, I do. All that and, and then falling and not knowing it's risky as shit. It's like skiing. It's like downhill skiing, man. Anything can happen out there. That's just rough. Your forearms get, get your forearms, your wrists, your back, just pedaling your knees. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. So we we it's you have to be in that total focus. Cause I'm not out here to waste money. Everybody out here is million dollars is making a million dollars, bro. It ain't out here to waste your goddamn time. We are out here to get something. So that's how I look at it. I'm not. I don't care about the the what what cheese he's chasing. Right now, there's no check. There's no cash. There's no fans. There's just you and the goddamn ball and your focus. That's it. That's why you you you've never seen me talking to guys out there like that or homeboy and all that. It has to be afterwards. Yes, because I'm out there to do one thing, and that's to meet people with my athleticism, not my mouth, with my concentration, my focus, not my mouth. I'm yeah. trying to make lifelong friendships, you know, not temporary games. You know, so that's that's my impression. That's to me, that's everything. That's why I don't talk trash. I don't talk shit. Yeah, we'll show it. That's awesome. I see that. I see that when you guys are out there, and I feel that. When we're on the bikes, that's where we are. We're present. Like when we're going down these hills and there are rocks and drops and jumps and things like that, like you, you don't have time to think about uh -uh. anything else. You have to be in that moment. Otherwise, something bad could happen. Definitely. Yeah, brother. Like I saw that jump you did. I was like, feels like 15 foot jump. <laughs> I mean, you, you land the wrong way. You take it for granted one good time. That will twist. We got us a problem. Yes, exactly. You know, so like my hat goes off to that big time. I love, I love biking. Tell you the truth, like like I told you when we was at the park. Yeah, I love riding. I, mean, I, I love it. You know, it keeps my legs in shape. Keep me good for my flag games and my basketball games and you know stuff like that. So it's great for me. <laughs> I love, I, I love it, Kenny. That answers this question. Trump him saying, Kenny, do you mountain bike? And there's your not answer. yet. I'm, I'm looking for a good road master. Honestly, we'll get, we'll get you out on some, Kenny. Yeah, we'll yeah, get, we'll get you out on some. Um, Doctor Dad in New Zealand saying, "How how do you how do train young kids, ten to twelve years old, to go hard, sport and life?" Well, first off, this sports and life is all a mentality. You know, you might have somebody who's just not into it. You know, they just may not be meant for them. 
But what if, is there something else that they're meant to do? Your job is to hone in on that. You know, that's your job. Your job is to hone in on what they're good at. You know, if if, if the young man or young lady is motivated, then your job is to push on the motivation. You can't you can't make an apple into an orange. Mm. It, it's just not going to happen. You have to accept what it is. And then, you know, you peel it or you slice it, you know. But when it comes to, you know, just getting a, a person, a kid to go hard, find out what they're into. These kids have imaginations. These kids like uh, all types of TV shows, all types of sports shows. Compare them to somebody. Let them. Who do you see in them that they that that they like to see in their sport? Because mm. to me, I can compare any child to any athlete, to any athlete. Because the thing is, Mark, well, all we are is we're duplicates. We're 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 doing learned behavior sports, right? How you get a release? How how, how do you do this? How, we only know these things because another person did it phenomenally well. Then we turned around, we turned around and just taught that movement that that person did and made it a technique. Yes. So true. You know, if you see so, it, you could believe it and do it. Yeah. Come on, brother. Yes. Yes. That's good. That's really good. Kenny. Uh, Tumor warrior is saying during practice, how do you change from a practice pace to game speed and dominate this is coming from an active football player right here. Oh man. I love that question. Okay. <clears throat> Like I said, remember I said you have to kind of find the metaphor within the, the life you live. Everybody should have their own metaphors for everything that you do. All right. So this to me, this is a Clark Kent and Superman type situation here. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're around the individuals that's not out, that's outside the lines, you're Clark Kent. You're it's simply put, you're Clark Kent. You, that don't mean you're not Superman. That don't mean at any, any moment you might not. You might have to use those football skills to protect your mom or something. You know, like to go save a burning a person from a burning building. You know, you're always you're always on. But at the same time, you're not always needed. You know, so that's that Clark Kent and Superman mentality. When you get on the field, it's like, damn, I can finally take off this damn suit and everybody can see me for who I am. I'm about mm-hmm. to save a lot of babies today. I'm going to get some sacks. I'm going to get some interceptions. <laughs> I'm going to get some touchdowns. I make some completions. You know? So it's it's that it's that X-Men or that 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 DC or whatever mentality that you have to have, bro. Cause we have double lives. I don't care who you are, you have a fucking double life. Yes. Maybe a triple or quadruple life. <laughs> you know, so you just tap in and tap out. That's all you gotta do, Warrior. That's it, baby. You've yes. been through this game, bruh. You've been through it. You already know you are you you've been through something that me and Mark would has hopefully. You know, we won't have to go through, but if we did, you would be there to coach us through it, bro. That's right. That's you know right. how to do this, my man. Yes. Mentality. The, mm-hmm. body, the body's ready. You just got to turn, turn the brain on and, and turn the brain off and know when it's it. meant to be. MTB Nick 316 is saying, hey, football. yeah. 316, baby. Yes, love, sir. Love it. Uh, two more warriors just saying thank you and yes, sir. You're welcome, my friend. You're it's welcome. Kenny, if you wouldn't mind taking us out uh, from this podcast, uh, maybe anything motivational, uh, speaking to the mountain bikers that are out there, the athletes that are out there, the Madden fans that are out there, uh, how can they best be themselves in today's current environment? What would you say to those folks? Well, well, I mean, and I don't mean to sound, uh, you know, generic, but talk to the generation that's been there before you, 
talk to the old school warriors that have been there before you. Go and get some research. Go do your research of past things that are have nothing to do with now. Like the way we, we approach things is totally different from why we approached it in the 90s. We have to learn from our elders. We don't do that anymore. We don't ask questions. How many, how many teenagers ask you, Mark, about life that you don't even know? They don't even talk to us. Yes. They don't even acknowledge us. I'm only 42, bro. I play, I play basketball against these clowns and be killing these young boys. <laughs> you don't ask me how I do this. You're 16. It's this know-it-all situation. So my thing is, if you want to know more, you have to ask the generation that's been there. Mm. That's the only way you're going to know. You can study all the books you want. You can read everything you want. You can, you can watch all the Dr. Phil shows you want. But you need to talk to one of them soldiers that have been in the grip first. Love Go that. talk to somebody. Go speak to your elders. We don't do enough of that. That's the problem, my friend. I love that. We, our age, don't speak to our elders. That's the problem with that. How many grown people on this show, I can ask them right now, how many of you still ask advice from your parents instead of worrying and, and getting this, this, these mental issues? Talk to your damn parents. Talk to yeah. an older person that's been there. Stop being scared. So true. My yeah. thing is, is communication. You can you can start a war, end a war in one sentence, bro. That's that's how I, I want to leave this segment. You have to this gap that we got between the the, the so called young and old is bullshit. The only way you're gonna know where you're going is by somebody that can say, "Hey, man, I navigated those waters. Look out for this. Look out for that. Look out for this. Look out for that." They don't do that. I mean, these kids making million dollars at 18. How the fuck they gonna listen to you? I know. They need to. They, they need have to. they have to. Yeah. How you gonna make a million dollars? You can't listen to somebody who's been trying their hardest to make a million dollars and just made it two years ago and they're 55 years old and you just now got it. Right. It's you all you ain't not dude. Yeah. Come on, bro. That guy's a setup for the tax bracket. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> so it's so tough for for it now for them to get lost in it and then you see these 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 personalities within any sport and you're like how how did that happen Everything come on bro there how what happened yeah exactly dad, my man dr dad is saying amen definitely mm -hmm. learn from the wise learn i wanted to, to be light-spirited when i left when i went got off man but i didn't mean to be so serious but that's just one <laughs> thing that's that's really, we could really benefit from this. Hey, man, we need these kids to reach back because we reaching to these kids, bro. We reaching out to them. You know, they got their podcast. Why don't you come in, interview some older cats on your, on your young, on your young podcast? Yes. Jake Paul, you know, all these, all these guys really interview these people and get some real information. Not, I don't ask them today's shit. Yes. Yeah. Learn something. They're not learning. Everybody just showy. Yeah. Learn something. So true. So true. Kenny Bell, my goodness, man, preaching it. We're fe I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it for <laughs> sure. Uh, two more saying this podcast was amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Octo Dad saying, take some kids for a ride. Talk to young people in your club. Yes, that's it, man. That's it. 
Yes. That's it. Take somebody, take somebody by the neck, man. Yes, definitely. So, oh man, Kenny, this has been an awesome podcast. I love being able to take a peek under the hood and, and see kind of what fires you up and things that you need to, to get out there to help reach back to the ones that are coming up behind us and dropping some great knowledge on us on how to do that. Also, just as far as being an athlete in, in your discipline, whatever sport that is, the mindset, the mentality, the grit, the consistency to Amen. perform at an optimal level. I, I love all of it. Um, Kenny, before you go, if people want to continue to follow your story, continue to see Kenny Bell 07 and the Madden Man, uh, where can they find you? You can find me at uh, KennyBell07. Um gmail.com that's my email feel free to uh, email me with appropriate stuff um <laughs> <laughs> also you can find me on Insta uh, instagram at kenny bell 07 and also linkedin at uh kenny bell and on facebook also kenny bell it's pretty simple to get in contact with me awesome. it's pretty simple and also if you uh if they want to get more research they can also go to google google kenny bell madman and um a lot of stuff will show up, a lot of stuff about my life and things that I've, uh, we haven't discussed will probably come up also. Yeah, one thing that I, I want to make sure that we put on the show that will live out there forever is if you wouldn't mind just touching a little bit on self and, and your involvement in self and also how that reaches back to the, to the youth. Okay, uh, self was a, a project that I was working with to just kind of get people back on track, kind of like a motivational thing. You know, it kind of didn't flourish the way I wanted it to, but um, the project was basically just working on yourself. Like the whole life, your your pro your life project is you. You are the life project. Like you only you're gonna have these people say, "What what are you? What did you do? Well, I did this, I did that." So it's like, what are you after all that? Who cares about really what you did? What are you after all that? Because you notice nowadays, <clears throat> you can injure your whole legacy by just uh, a, uh, a text or a tweet, if you will, you know? Yeah. So it's like, Easy. what are, what are you after that? Mm. It's, it's the thing. It's not about, it's of course what you're doing now, if it is now, but what are you going to be after that? Cause there's going to be adversities. There's going to be things that's going to happen. You know, some people are so successful in their jobs that there is no after that. They can't even leave because they don't mm. even know themselves after that. Right. You got, you got to know you're writing, you're writing, your life is already scripted, if you will, but you're writing a script. So you have to have a chapter 24 when you're on chapter 22. I didn't I, I didn't know that I was going to be a 42 year old man when I was 22. I didn't know I was going to make it this far, but I had goals. Well, not goals, but aspirations. I had you know, basic things that I knew if I just do this, I can see 42. I can I can basically predict that future. If I if I don't die, I can be the 42 year old that I want to be. So there was a self project. And we was well, one of, and the thing about self was we want to build people and teach them how to take care of self. Straight up. And and now that was I was doing that with my buddy Reggie. And there was something that, that it just it didn't flourish the way it wanted to. It's still there, but it's just a project until we can really get it off the ground. You know, but that's what that was the foundation that it was that was built off of and to and to, you know, help numerous amounts of kids across the United States. But we haven't hit the, the big enough platform just yet. 
you know, there's a lot of kids are getting a lot of help, especially in uh in Vegas, a lot of a lot of teaching and stuff like that. You know, so just want to get it out there. And I think now is the time where it, it needs to be, you know, communicated. We have too much, you know, mental illness going around, man. And I, and I really don't like saying the word. Yeah. You know, I, I just I just feel like it's something that popped up out of nowhere because it's like a generational thing. We didn't have a bunch of these situations when I was coming up, you know, so clearly you can see something has changed in the water and we just have to get that out of there. So true. You know? Yeah. But, so and that was that was the self project. It's still going on. I love it. Yeah. So if anyone's listening to this as they listen to this, whether it's on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, uh, reach out to Kenny if this is something that is in your realm or you have somebody that uh, could really, you know, proffer from doing this and, and touching base with Kenny. So, Kenny, we'll, we'll put all your contact information in the show notes. And, uh, man, Coolio. dude, it is great to see you, man. So, so happy you jumped on the show. Thank you very, very much. Man, it's been a blessing uh, being on the show, man. I, I, I thank you and may your show continue to be blessed. And, and I hope it gets a chance to touch everybody across the world, like one of the main biking, mountain biking podcasts in the land. I hope, I hope we can get to that mark. I truly do, bro. Cause you, you have a presence about you. And if most of you could meet you personally, they would know exactly what I'm talking about. You're very warm, very comforting, easy to talk to. You have a good radio voice, <laughs> you know? So well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean what you say and you say what you mean, you know? And I told you the, the crazy thing is I was literally thinking about you and your family a couple weeks ago, man. I literally, I literally was, and I was telling my son about, you know, how I met you guys out there on the field and everything, bro. That's so cool, dead ass. Man. So you know, when when I saw it at the park, it was one of those like, man, yeah, whatever you want. That was so let's do good. it. That was so good. Yeah, we passed by you, and, and I I looked at Messiah, and I go, yo, I think that was Kenny. And so we did a second lap around the park, and then as soon as our eyes met, we're like. That was all we needed. I'm glad you stopped. Yeah, I'm glad you stopped, man. I saw you I'm out there you training. Stopped. You were pulling yep. the young bucks up, giving them some skills, man. Yeah, bro. That ain't going to stop. That ain't going to stop. These kids, whenever you train a child, and this is anybody that trains children, those children will be adults. And it's not about them hanging a jersey on them or nothing like that. Those kids are going to be business people in the world. So, when you want that person to be successful in that, don't you want that person to have be at least a good person? Yes. What if what if you would need another employee or what if you need somebody to invest in your business? And that that young man is a, a business owner now. You guys may be business partners, maybe your future business partner that you're talking to. Or this may be somebody that can help help your son because your son's younger than this kid. You know, you never know what you're doing. These are just these are trees that are just ceilings at the moment. They, but they will be trees. Yes. They will be strong roots. They will be on standing tall on their own. You know, so don't chop it down. Yeah. Don't chop it down. Just water it, man. Nurture. Just water it, you know. That's right. Mm -hmm. Giving back. Giving yeah. back. Oh, man. I look forward to seeing and talking more. Oh, we will. And, we will. Looking forward to uh, more Madden football that's coming out. So there's probably oh, yeah. gonna be a new one coming out. Madden 23 just dropped yeah. out too long ago for folks yeah. who want to pick that up. Um, yeah. Who you're listening to right now, folks, and who you see on the screen. One of the main motion capture actors. Madden football, 14 years in running right there. Kenny. That's Bell, right. 07, baby. Thank you so much for jumping on the show, Kenny. Man, thank you, Mark, man. Blessings, dude, always. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. Peace. 
Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for jumping in. Always appreciate it. This has been an episode with Kenny Bell, 07, Mr. Madden Man. And man, dropping some wisdom on us all from New Zealand to Miami, Alton, Arkansas, California, North and South. Thank you so much for jumping on. We'll see you guys all on the next episode. See you all soon. And there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Segment Podcast being brought to you by all the supporters here of the segment. Thank you so much to YT, Tasco, Dianese, SSB, and Spy Optic. Big thank you to our special guest, Kenny Bell, for taking the time to jump on the show. Teach us a little bit about staying consistent, nutrition, and just that mindset of what it takes to get the job done one of the biggest motion capture actors what a treat i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i really appreciate you all for jumping in i just took a look at all the different countries that are listening to this podcast all the mountain bikers from around the world it's absolutely crazy and uh, it feels insane so thank you all so much for the support i really 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 appreciate it as always dream big those dreams come to you for a reason they're yours let's make it happen Take out little pieces of that dream, make them goals, achieve those goals on that road to your dream. And hey, hope to see you on the trail and we'll see you at the top.